Hello, hello, good morning. I hope you are doing well and that you are doing really, really great, that you are at peace, that you found a reason to be at peace and that you have found the way and know how to protect your space and your peace. I thank you. I am Olivia and this is Rose Tinted Glasses. Thank you so much for tuning in. We often hear the phrase, follow your heart. Big decisions are being made with follow your heart. But what does this mean to you to follow your heart? And when, when is it okay to follow your heart? Because even the word of God says, treacherous is the heart above all things. How can you then follow something that is treacherous, dishonest, deceitful? You cannot trust it. And yet, follow your heart. But then again, it says in the scriptures, protect your heart against all things because it is the origin of life. From it springs life. And Jesus said in the New Testament, he said, when you follow me or when you come to me or when you get to know me, streams of living water will flow from where? Your heart. So the heart is not, and I'm not talking about the physical heart. That's just the organ to pump blood through your body. It's the spiritual heart we are talking about. The spiritual heart that is connected to the mind, to the soul, and to the spirit. The heart is the center of life. That's why that is where God resides, in the heart. It's the center that pulls everything together. That's the power of the heart. You know why people get heart attacks? Because the load they carry is too much. The heart is the most powerful, yet most sensitive organ. Yeah, some people might want to differ with me. That's just my opinion. So how can you follow something that's unpredictable, without direction, treacherous, deceitful, dishonest, lying out? How can you follow your heart then? What is good about that? What is even wise about it to follow your heart? You can follow your heart when your foundation is Christ. When your foundation is truth, it's love, compassion, understanding, 
wisdom. When you have the insight into why you are making certain decisions. Because here's the thing, following your heart is being seen or perceived as an impulsive decision. That is when you are following the lie that's in your heart. When you hear about following your heart, you think about passion, impulsive, you know, instant decision. And decisions that you regret afterwards. You didn't follow the truth that's in your heart. Because remember, treacherous is the heart above all things. Because there are many things we carry in our hearts. And the only one who can clean the clutter, who can get rid of the junk, who can remove the filth, it's Jesus. So only when the junk is gone, and the junk never completely gone, completely goes, it's when the junk is gone, and Jesus is your focus, your hope, your light, your life, your anchor. When Jesus is the center of your heart, then you can follow it blindly. And this is what people don't understand about following your heart. When you follow your heart in truth and with confidence and with love and with certainty, it's not an overnight decision. It's a decision that wakes you up in the middle of the night. It's a decision. It's a thought, a feeling. It's an urge that stay with you. No matter how you want to deny it. Because to follow your heart is to uncover your true calling. To truly follow your heart is to understand your purpose. Is to understand what you need to do to fulfill God's will for your life. Not to satisfy other people. But to fulfill that need that he has put there. I'm not talking about lust and desire. And coveting and envy and jealousy. I want that thing because that person has it. That's not God speaking. I want to love this so I can show them it's burning inside of me. I won't rest until I've proven them wrong. That's not God talking. You are following the, the wrong master in your hearts. When you start following your heart with truth and conviction, you will get to a place of such calmness and clarity and confidence. Oh my God. You know, no one can give you the confidence that God gives you. We feel unworthy and we have low self-esteem because we rely on everything except God. 
When we don't have money, we feel like nothing. When you are unemployed, it destroys you. When you have to downgrade because you can no longer afford your lifestyle, it humiliates you. When you don't live up to someone else's expectation and you feel that you are a disappointment and a failure, it takes away your self-esteem. It takes away your confidence. Why? Because we have put our confidence and our trust in everything and everyone except God. When you start following him truly and openly and honestly, he puts you in a place of confidence that you can speak before kings and queens. You can speak in front of leaders because you trust that God will give you the right words to speak. You no longer even worry if you're not concerned, can I do this? How much do I know? What will they say? As long as you still have those thoughts, you have not encountered God. Because when you meet him, you become confident in him. He lifts you up. He builds your confidence. Not to become arrogant and boastful, but he builds your confidence so you can build his kingdom. And you build his kingdom every time you are kind, patient, compassionate, loving, forgiving. When you share hope and faith, when you bring the light, how you are building his confidence. You don't have to go and convert people. That's God's job. You just plant the seeds, not through preaching, but through your actions, your words, your conduct. Because God can be seen in you and you don't even have to say anything. People will come to you. They will recognize him. And those who don't know will say this something about you. That's the confidence that God gives you. And it's not about you. It's about doing, doing it for God. And not, ah, you know what? I don't even want to say that. Doing it for God is never a burden. It's never punishment. It's never too much. When you do it for God, you will go over and above than what anyone is expected. Not because it's being told or you think you must do it or oh, if you don't do it, no one will do it. No. It's because of that force and that power that is driving you. When you do it for God, you do it with love, with a smile, with honesty. 
and you don't even see it's never too much you can go on and on and on and you won't get tired what did paul say he says i ran the race he says i ran it like someone who doesn't get tired i'm not like a boxer who hits the air i hit and i move with confidence you become so confident in who you are because you are with him and he's with you and he's in you so when you follow your heart what are you following because yo, you know when you follow your heart because you can see and feel and love in god when you follow your heart you are more alive than you ever be when you follow your heart because he has revealed your purpose you're not doing it for anything else except for him whether it's one person who respond or a thousand even if nobody takes note you just he's so powerful that you keep on going because you know my lord i am just doing your will i'm doing your will because you have blessed me with the ability to hear your voice i'm doing it for god but when you look at people they are so miserable and unhappy and unpleasant they are doing it so much for god that if you don't want to do it with them then suddenly you become the enemy then you don't serve god because you're not doing what they want you to do that's not doing it for god those who are truly doing it for god inspire others to want to get to know god more those who are doing it for god they shine a light so bright that you can't ignore it they invite you in it's when you watch people who are truly doing it for god that you become curious man you want to find out what is making you so happy why are you so at peace that is when you are truly doing it for god and all of us we have that opportunity every single day when are you really following your heart when are you truly doing it for god because that's another thing when you are following your heart you are doing it for god only when it is the truth that is in your heart and what is the truth the truth is jesus it's the light it's the way and it's the life you become one with god with this power this force of life you become one when you are doing what makes you truly happy when you create think because god is the ultimate creator he's the ultimate
ultimate artist, the builder, the planner. He is the architect. He is the designer, the painter, the artist. That's him. Where do you think these people get these gifts? It is God in action. But because no, their lifestyles are not godly. So they can't know God. So you forget. God in action is when you express your gifts through the love and the talents and the power he has given you. But if you, and so often, I'm doing it for God. But while I'm doing it for God, I'm judging you to hell and back. Because you are not doing it for God. And I'm forgetting how to live. Because I think doing it for God is about strife and struggle and punishment and sacrifice. Let's talk about what sacrifice is. Let's talk about it. Because we have been told to sacrifice is punishment. No. No. You know what sacrifice is? You know what true sacrifice is? Is when you start walking in truth. When you sacrifice the bad for the good. Because sacrifice goes both ways. You can sacrifice the good for the bad. You can give up what is good and choose the bad. You are sacrificing something. It's when you pay a price. So what are you sacrificing right now? Are you sacrificing the good or the bad? One way or other. And only you would know. Have you seen how happy people are who, has, who have discovered their purpose? And what does purpose mean? You know what it means? Oh, my God. Yo. You know what it means? When you have lived an empty life without direction, and you wake up one morning and you know exactly what you need to do for your peace and for your happiness. You know how amazing and overwhelming it can be when you finally realize that if Everything that you were searching for has been inside of you all along. That is when you discover your purpose. To know what to do for you. To know why you must do it. To understand the impact and the consequences of one little thing that you do. Part of your purpose is to understand that there's no thing too small 
or too big for you to do. Because it's in line with what God has called you to do. We have been indoctrinated by this belief that you have to be a church goer to do God's will. You can do God's will right at your workplace by doing what needs to be done, by doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. When you discover your purpose, you can't sleep at night. You go to bed excited and fulfilled. Your day, your next day is already planned. When you discover your purpose, when you discovered what you were born for, and when you know and you see, but this thing has been with me all this time. But because I was following the lies that were in my heart, I denied this calling. God has called each and every one of us to do something. And our calling is tied to our gifts. And as you unlock through God and with God, as you start unlocking the steps one by one, it leads you deeper and deeper into the true meaning of our Lord Jesus Christ. It leads you deeper into the love that he offers for free. It gives you a better understanding of his compassion. When you discover the truth of who he is and you understand what you have been called for. You know, a friend of mine, she bakes the most amazing cakes. And I keep on reminding her, you're not just selling a cake. You're selling happiness. You are selling joy. And by doing that, you are giving people a glimpse into God. Your calling. That's your calling. It's your gift. When you gift of listening do you know how many people they don't listen but they just answer without even listening or thinking that's your gift because if you are the one who's always prepared to listen and then assess then you become the peacemaker because you can listen and assess and look at both sides and you become the one who brings peace. That's your gift, your calling. If you know how to bring out the best in a child, if you know how to make a child believe in himself, your calling. That is what God called you to do.
if you are the greatest in whatever it is that you do when it comes naturally to you, whether it's what you do or what you are. Because we always want to do, to do. I can't do anything. That was my words for a long time. I can't do anything. I don't know anything. Do you know what happens every time when you say, I don't know anything, I can't do anything? We are insulting God. We are disregarding what he has given us. And he gave it for free. When you can, if you are an artist and you can draw without thinking and you have drawings and paintings all over the place and you think, ah, it's just me. That's your gift. That's your calling. And we ignore it because we want to get jobs and do things in the meantime. And your heart is guiding you. But we ignore that. We, 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 we ignore the part that, well, that is the path to healing and the path to happiness and life and love. And we choose the path to darkness and we stay in the dark. We stay in the dark because we deny the truth in our heart. That's in our hearts. You cannot never ever follow your heart if you do not know what is true. And what is true is God. And deny that. You cannot change the truth. You cannot alter it. You don't even need to justify it. The truth is the truth. And what is true is that each one of us was, we were called to do something. It doesn't have to be grand and big. You just need to do it. And you know what happens when you become obedient? And not the obedience that has to do with stress and punishment. But when you become obedient to that truth that is God, your whole life changes for better. You see the truth so clearly. You see who you are in Christ. You see your power, you see possibility, and you live it. You live in a perpetual state of possibilities, of happiness, and good expectations. When you find your purpose, actually, you don't have to find it. It's within you all this time. But when you allow God to reveal it to you, not just reveal it, so ah, I know, I know I must do this. No. When the moment comes that you don't no longer say, I know I must do it. But when you get up and you actually do it. And you know what is the biggest obstacle to living our calling and our lives? It's money because we don't trust and believe that we can get rich through living our purpose by 
we're doing what God has called us to do. We don't believe that until the day comes that God says enough, enough. And I tell you that moment comes, it has come. So have the courage to follow what is true in your heart. But before you can follow what is in your heart, you have to do the work. You have to face the pain. You have to expose the lie. You have to come out of the darkness. And do you know what happens? Here's another interesting thing. When you are in the darkness, God will not allow you to dictate. He will dictate to you, no matter how you object and reject and fight against it. Why do you think you are unhappy? Why do you think you are miserable? Because you are fighting the wrong battle. You are fighting against God instead of the darkness. You are fighting against love instead of hate. You are fighting against truth instead of lies. You are fighting against faith instead of fear. But the moment God gets hold of you, and I can promise you he does, and he will. And he will force you out of the darkness into the light. And it's when you get into the light, he tells you, now you can dictate your terms. Because you owning your space now. Do you think if you are the CEO of a company, if you are forever hiding, do you think that you can dictate to anyone? If you are always fighting and opposing and being aggressive and threatened, you will get kicked out. No one will take you serious. But if you come into the light as the CEO and you stand with confidence and you say, this is how it's going to be, people will sit up and pay attention. Before you dictate to others, dictate to yourself. Because when you come, as long as you're in the dark, you will always be dictating to others. But when you come into the light, you only dictate to yourself based on God's principles. Your heart is your life. It's your power. It's your guide. Your heart will tell you when you are living the lie or when you are living in truth. Your heart, that's how powerful it is. And every single day, your heart will tell you because if it's breaking, you are in the darkness. If your heart is breaking, you have not, you do not understand whose child you are. If your heart is breaking, you are denying God entrance into your life. If your heart is breaking, you are blocking God's love to come and heal 
and comfort you. Because he's knocking at the door right now. And he says, let me in so that I can come and have supper with you. You do not, you do not have to live with a heart that's breaking. You don't have to live in fear of pain. You do not have to live in a state of hopelessness. While all this time, Jesus is knocking and he's saying, let me in so I can come and have supper with you. And when he comes, he does not come empty handed because he knows, he knows exactly what you need. That's why he says, I want to come and have supper with you so that I can feed you with all the things that you are looking for, that you think it's out there. And here I stand knocking and waiting. And I can see the broken pieces of yours. I can see your pain. I see your sadness your hurt, despair, and disappointment. And I have the power to gather all those pieces, to heal them, to clean them, to rebuild them, so that your heart can be renewed and you can have hope, and you can have faith, and you can have love, and you can experience what I called you for because once you experience and live your calling that is when you see God the most you become one with him when you do what he what he has called you to do when you discovered your essence your center your core when you discover your purpose. And your purpose is tied in your ability to love, to give, to build, to create. That is your purpose. It's the only purpose. And you can only find it through Jesus Christ. I thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.